Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Hi. Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. I am joined, of course, by Miles. Hello, Miles. Hi. We are also joined by Jackie. Hi. And the three of us do this podcast that, I don't know, used to be about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime from 2012. We are currently waiting for the JoJo TV anime to resume in the fall of 2022. Uh, but until then, we're also waiting for Christ to return and redeem us. Uh, yeah, always. I, I do. Do any podcasts really need to say that, or isn't it obvious that that's what we're all doing? That's true. Good point. That's right. This is a Christian podcast now. <laughs> uh, shit, piss, fuck. Anyway, we've been watching other anime that have been recommended to us or sponsored by our Patreon supporters, or anime that we were like, "What's that show about?" And we watch it. But this week. We're talking about a Patreon pick. We're talking about the first Gundam uh, recap or compilation movie just called Mobile Suit Gundam 1, which was the first. Yeah, I said it was the first recap, but I think it was the first theatrical Gundam movie. There are many of them. Came out in 1981. Wow. And we will eventually watch all three of them. We're going to do... For this this patron, we're going to watch Mobile Suit Gundam 1, 2, and 3. All are on Netflix. So go ahead and watch them there. But we're not going to do them all in a row because that's a lot. So we'll do one now, and then the next one will be like in a month. Yeah, even this one movie felt like a lot. Yeah. yeah it was long. It felt long. But before we, we get into the plot summary and breakdown of Mobile Suit Gundam... And what it all means, we need to first take a stop in our white base blabber space. Mm. Oh, good. Our Trojan horse talk box. I mm. actually thought of these in advance. Nice job. Oh, really? Yes. And by the, what I mean is we're going to read emails now. These are messages people sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Uh, we didn't get too many this week. It turns out a lot of our 15-year-old listeners don't like to watch stuff that's 50 years old. Mm. Uh, but that's okay. We got some old heads, and uh, you know what? Some some youngins might want to hear about this. Okay, this email is from Aura, and the subject line is MSG Tastes Good. I'm going to assume that's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Dear JJB Pod, hope you're all doing well. I haven't watched Mobile Suit Gundam, but I'm going to listen to the episode anyway. Thanks. Thanks. I always look forward to my weekly time with your smooth voices and fun banter. It's been a great accompaniment through my studies to become a licensed pharmacist during my long drives or during my nightly walks. Time to see if Jackie still doesn't <laughs> like mech anime. Mm. <laughs> Question, have you guys ever built or had interest in building a Gunpla model? Should they make a Gunpla model for JoJo stands? Yes, I think they should. Wishing you guys a good week. Be well. Best regards, Aura. I think only Miles Thanks. has experience with this, right? What's Gunpla? It's like building little Gundams. Little plastic mm. models that you assemble yourself. Yeah. Um, but why do they have that name? It's like short for Gundam plastic model, Gunpla. You know, the Japanese love to just chop off the first or second syllable of, of multiple words and Remind, string them together. Have we talked about this? What does Gundam actually mean? Gun. Uh, we have talked about this and I already forgot. Okay. It's, I think it's the material that the Gundam is made of. 
No. Right? No, 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 no. It's something with the fact that it's like a gun, but it's also like something. Because they were they were like gun cannon, gun there was something else too. And it's like, but then and Gundam, and it's like, why? <laughs> why is Gundam the only thing that I don't know what that is? Yeah, it's just like they're like, obviously that's what this means. Oh right, gun and freedom. Mm. Gundam. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. That's what we have here in America already. <laughs> gun freedom? <laughs> we sure do. We do. We got rampant guns. We should make a gun gun ramp. Mm-hmm. Con- uh, good job studying to be a pharmacist. Keep up the hard work and studying and stuff. Yeah, yeah and- let me know if you, get, if you get my child an underground COVID vaccine. Whoa. I'll come to you. Is that a thing people are doing? Are they getting those? People are like flying to Germany to get it. Oh, wow. That seems but I'm not, unnecessary. Uh, that hardcore. <laughs> like, to fly is to put your kid in a plane with a lot of I think of I saw it was coming. Isn't it coming soon? Uh-huh. Shouldn't it be coming soon? Listen, I'll believe it when that needle's in my baby's arm and he's <laughs> okay. screaming his ass off. <laughs> I swear. I, I, like, saw, I saw, like, a news article this week that was like, they're going to announce it, that it's Look, for six months to five years or whatever. In I've seen it before. Point. That's true. That they, they did that a couple months ago, and then they were like, nope, uh, just kidding. We changed our mind. <laughs> there's a lot of nope, just kidding in our public health policy. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen Q get like a, a an injection before? Has he had that, or has it always been like in his butt when he's born? <laughs> no, he's he's been vaccinated. You, kids get a million shots when they're little, and uh, they don't like it. Uh, I thought but it was just when they were born, they shove they're... stuff in their butt with a needle, I mean. Nah, they got to get... They got to get all the vaccines like almost every six months at the beginning. Oh, they're mm-hmm. like a puppy. Uh, yeah, they're like a puppy. Um, the worst was they had to like day two or three of his life, they had to take blood. Oh, no. Uh, and they had to get like a million separate drops of blood. So they just kept like jabbing his toe and jabbing his Aww. toe and jabbing his toe. It was awful. Oh, that's crazy. Did you yeah, have like man. a, was there like a parental instinct that you accidentally slapped the nurse? <laughs> <laughs> no. Were you worried that would happen? No. You were just going to reach Stop out Stop hurting my baby. Yeah. yeah. You're not supposed to see blood leave things, you know? It's supposed to stay in the things. That's true. Anyway. Should they make a Gunpla model for JoJo stands? Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, would, I think so. I would try to build it. I would I build know. it and you'd be like, I think it's missing something. And I'd be like, it's fine. And the edges would be too rough, but I'd have it. <laughs> They got to do something while we're waiting for these new episodes. But I don't know. I don't know if I would enjoy the idea of coloring it, especially because like JoJo stands don't have like a default color. So you could do whatever the fuck you yeah. want. I, That's right. I feel like I like that conceptually. Like if you gave me a little paint bucket on like a like a digital paint software, mm-hmm. but actually sitting down and spray painting it all. What if I don't like? Well, I guess you can yeah. repaint it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Seems like fun, especially to see what people do, how they color it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, we could stream it on twitch and by we i mean you (laughs) yeah you just skype in say two words and leave (laughs) um we do have a twitch by the way i seldom use it but uh twitch.tv slash jjb pod isn't there a, a, a jojo game coming out there is yeah jojo's uh jojo's bizarre adventure all star battle r i believe is the special edition thing is coming out september 2nd something like that very early september Okay. Uh, and that's going to be on all the platforms. We'll probably get it on PC. Maybe we'll fight some of you uh, and probably win. Anyway, thank you for writing Aura. 
Ora, ora, ora. Again, those were, that was an email sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com, but we're still not ready to enter the Gundamiverse, the Gundamiverse, because we also should talk about Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support this podcast. It starts as low as $1 a month, which you wouldn't even notice. It wouldn't even be like a little jab that takes blood from you. Yeah, in this economy, are you kidding? It wouldn't even be a mosquito bite. You wouldn't notice anything. And despite rising prices in other parts of the economy, still a dollar. This is the only thing left you can buy for a dollar. Yeah, our overhead has skyrocketed, but we're keeping it at one dollar. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional extra piece of content, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, which explains the shit that we name drop in here that you go, what? I'm not 30 plus. What are they talking about? And for $3 a month, you get the same benefits, but we will also thank you out loud on the podcast like this. So thanks very much to Brian. Mmm. Nombre no digas. Daniel. Dalton. Madison Joestar. Soliloquy Jackalope. Ken Barron. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Kenny. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. Camilla. And Chad. Yay. Hooray. Thank you all very much for supporting this podcast. Now, in the past, and maybe in the future, if you'll have us. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, patreon.com slash jjbpod is the place to be if you're a cool kid. Uh, I don't think we need a break right before jumping into this. Nah. Cool. Nah, bro, nah. All right, everyone, bend your knees and get ready to jump into this. So we're doing it. Okay. Whee! This was released in 1981. I wasn't even what born. Guys, yeah, what were you guys doing in 1981? I was negative six. Oh. We were all little... Nothings. We were little nothings. Uh, we were an idea. Ronald maybe. Reagan was president. I don't think my parents were even married yet. No, they were not. He said that he thought anime was a great idea. Just kidding. He didn't say that. I don't <laughs> think he gives a shit. Um, this, so, as mentioned earlier, this is a recap or sort of compilation of... Uh, Miles, did I tell you how many episodes this covers? It felt like 80. Okay, do you want to take a guess at how many it was? Uh, seven. Thirteen. <laughs> Jesus. Thirteen episodes. I want to say there's 40 in the original series. Are the other ones also episodes? Like, are the other, is the next movie that we watch, is that going to be like 14 through... I believe so. 27 or something? Okay. I believe so. Um, and yeah, the, the uh, original Mobile Suit Gundam show ran from 79 to 80. So is, this... Is it based on a manga? No. Not based on a manga. No. Damn. Uh, and it is, it's very, very much the same. They didn't really redraw anything. They did add one or two things and they took out a few things. And we covered one through three of the series. Yes. In a previous app. Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. We watched this. Uh, well, we watched three episodes of, of Gundam uh, which was several the, months ago, which was the first 30 minutes of, of this movie was covered those episodes roughly. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it was weird. I couldn't quite tell when we stopped watching. And then there were some characters where I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah they didn't really it's unfortunate like they still do this where they do recompile movies uh, from anime shows it's not really that common a thing in the west it seems like here if we do an animated movie like bob's burgers is, has a movie coming out the simpsons had a movie it's supposed to be new material yeah which they do over there too or like beavis and butthead i'm trying to think of like there's old, another beavis old, and butthead coming old out. movies but like there was you know there the 90s is? was beavis and butthead. i believe there's another beavis and butthead i don't know if it's a movie but uh beavis and butthead do america i will maintain is actually a good movie i've watched it i don't remember if it was good like the like the the TV show is hit and hit and miss. It's like a lot of stupid shit. I think it's like during a time when people were like, "Whoa, adults like cartoons can be for adults," and it's mm. dumb. Uh, but the movie is pretty solid. Um, and Jackie, oh. what what was it you asked me about before we started this? Oh, I asked what the budget was. Mm-hmm. And what was it? So I don't know because because they they so you you're saying they just took the old the 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 anime art and they just like cut it up and put it together and into a movie oh no they didn't just do that i mean they took the episodes and put them in here they didn't like reuse the cells or anything like they took the footage and just used that they used the footage the actual footage the same voice actors everything yep i don't think they they re-recorded anybody's lines i did see some uh characters had multiple voice so they just edited all the episodes together that's all they did wow yep they did change one or two things and they, of course, they drop like, things. Yeah, I like the idea of a more condensed version because Gundam is is a long, long series. So I'm happy that I'll be able to consume it in like a more time efficient way. But it's like it feels really, really it, dense I think, this way. I think it was still too long. I think there was probably more shit that they could cut. Sorry, the first series, which is the only because Gundam may seem really long, Miles, but the first series is only 43 episodes. Um, this movie was like two and a half hours or something. It was two hours, 20 minutes or two hours, 15, something like that. It's long, but you know, I was they thinking, I was trying to more. figure out where, why it feels long. And it's cause it's just battle after battle and they're boring. Right. I, <laughs> I thought about it. And if you think of your favorite action movie or like a star Wars or something like that, I feel like the total battle count of like people in ships shooting each other is usually going to be two or three times. Really? And like you a lot see of it, but there's drama. like stuff in between. Whereas this one didn't have a lot of stuff in between. It was like we have a battle, we see the winner. Okay, now we're back on the ship. Poor um, uh, what's his name? Am- Amuro. Amuro. Poor Amuro can't sleep ever because every time he tries yeah. to sleep, they call him up to fucking do another battle. <laughs> it was hard to get a vibe on how long this was supposed to have been. At one point, like halfway through the movie, I was like, "Is this all one night?" But then they would talk about time <laughs> passing. So yeah, I don't know if he actually ever got to sleep the entire movie. <laughs> he kept talking about how he can't sleep and they were like just shut up get in the eva i mean the gundam (laughs) yeah do you think that was an eva reference i think it was i think a lot of this stuff is i think putting kids in robots is an eva reference i'm not sure how time works i think eva was made in 1920 um yeah so i i looked up like why do they do this these recaps and you know one basic explanation was just that you know this was before home video was a thing like vhs and stuff and so if you wanted to enjoy the series again you'd have to hope they reran it or you would have to watch this and that's pretty much it or like if you probably if you missed the beginning like if like right. you missed well, the first like 10 episodes or whatever and then someone's like oh hey you should watch it and then or you catch a glimpse of it and you're like oh this is interesting i want to watch it like that only maybe works you can... for other shows though because in this case it came out after the first series was already complete oh. other shows may have done that where they hmm. do a recap thing like uh like for instance evangelion there's the love and death recap movie 
that is good to see before you watch end of Evangelion mm. because it recaps the show. Mm. And certainly looking at like the Eva like first reboot movie, you can see that like as much as I love Eva, it's like, okay, they took the first six episodes and they crunched it into a movie. And to Miles's point, yeah, it feels like this is just more condensed and an easier mm. way to approach this. Um, there, the only changes apparently is that the, the creator of the series, Tomino, who was like chief director, uh, took out some stuff that felt too like fantasy esque because the whole thing with Gundam is that it's real robots. It's the idea is that it's oh. military hardware, hardware, not a robot that, you know, came down from space and people are able to talk to it. Wait, was that in the original series? No, there were just some, uh, some items that were in the original series that didn't feel as scientific okay. or military. Mm-hmm. And he changed something in like one of the later movies, but we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. I don't know if I can tell you anything specifically. Some things are missing as well for time. Like, did you guys, do you guys remember Isolina? Yeah. The, she's in it for two seconds and then her boyfriend dies and she's gone. She well, just, I read what happens with just her. Sad. If you want to know. What happens? Uh, yeah. So spoilers her, for the show. Yeah, spoilers for the show. But if you're listening to this, you don't care. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Isolina is like, first of all, her last name is something German. It's like Eschon or something. Eskashon. I don't know. Um, I didn't realize her dad, Joseph, is the former mayor of New York City. Oh, okay. I just wanted to put that out there. Cool. Uh, and yeah, her, her boyfriend gets killed when Char betrays him. Garma. Garma. What did I say? You said boyfriend. You didn't say his name yet. Oh, okay. I'm just saying his her name. Her boyfriend, Garma, gets killed by, by Amuro, but because Char betrays him. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Char laughs at him when he's going to die, which is so funny. <laughs> what a so jerk. rude. <laughs> What a um, villain. And then we just see her cry and be sad about it. There is an episode in the in the original series where she like asks a commander to take revenge and destroy White Base. I didn't read the middle part. I'm sure they fail because we see White Base later. But there's a point where she is holding a gun at Amuro and being oh. like, I'm going to take revenge on Garma. And he's just like, who the fuck is this lady? <laughs> and then she falls off White Base and dies. Oh, no. Oh, so what I'm picturing is very funny. <laughs> like she just slipped on a She's banana like, peel and was like, oh, shit. And he's like, who was that lady? <laughs> um, but it's, you know, I guess it's like we don't need we don't need to put Amuro through any other trauma. We don't want to write him having to shoot a lady. But then, but then they like because they didn't have to put her in at all. The only reason they put her in. And I, I by the way, I knew I knew he was going to die because I was like, there's too many there's too many main boys in this mm. and there's two main boys on the like opposite side that we're not supposed to be rooting for. Cause Amuro is like our main boy. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, there's two main boys on the other side. So he's, he's going to die. And then when he, and then when, he, um, his, you know, he started, he had this whole girlfriend love story thing where it's like, they're kind of like a forbidden love because her dad wouldn't approve of him because of some shit. Um, that I was like, mm, they're like, He's going to die. And it's really like they just put her in this movie so that we would feel a little bit worse about him dying because there's someone who cares about him, you know, and he had plans. He had plans. Yeah. You know, big plans. Uh, there's also a prequel comic that doesn't quite flesh out her backstory or it doesn't like I don't know if it shows a lot, but it indicates that she was also an informant for Garma mm. um, that she like took info from that she'd hear from her father and would feed it to Garma and the Zeon people. Wait, so was her father Federation? What was what was he their was deal? neither? Okay, I th- he was just a mayor, and he hated he hated Zeon. They he, mentioned, yeah, but he liked the people that were there, even if they were under like Zeon control or whatever. Because mm. I guess like Zeon rebels, and then anything that that they took over, those people just have to be technically part of Zeon. Yeah. Um. 
the the main reason though i read this this was some i think a column called the answer man on anime news network the main reason why you see a lot of these compilation things is because they're very cheap mm-hmm. to make there's like almost and it's like an easy buck exactly i mean it's just yeah. you know cut out the stuff you don't like maybe add one or two things but very yeah. minimal and if maybe, you want to rewatch it you can just watch the fucking movie right but i'm saying on the on this on the studio's perspective yeah, yeah. it's just that it's easy and Maybe you hire someone to be a narrator if there's stuff that you have to cut and you need a guy being like, then on the other side of space, which this movie I think could have benefited from because I swear to God, there's a scene where like Amuro like lays in bed and then he's flying in a plane. And I was like, I think I missed something (laughs) and looked it up. And indeed, there's just stuff that sometimes it's okay to have that ellipsis and be like, all right, they probably figured it out. But other times I'm like, what is this the same guy? I didn't catch that i also didn't really like the animation because a lot of it wasn't like animated it was just like there was just like stills and like i don't know it just like they like did they just didn't draw or like it looked like they didn't draw enough frames it's just like someone's Mm -hmm. running and it's just like two frames it's just like one leg up and one you know like one leg up and then the leg down and that's it that's the the running they just reuse the same frames over and over you know, instead of getting like an animation where you see it. Right. Instead of, of like the eight frames a second, for the most part, rule of fluid animation or rather other other shows do use static frames. But that was I, I mean, I found it mostly charming. But yeah, it absolutely either was like a lack of technique or the original budget yeah. wasn't very high. That's why I asked about the budget. But it makes sense if they were just reusing episodes. because yes. I think episodes like, you know, you're not going to spend a lot of time on on each episode but like usually with movies you see higher quality with movies so so i wasn't expecting it to feel so low budget i think now that it's more of a thing too for these i mean i don't know how common it is but i feel like i hear now like when i look at like we didn't watch the madoka recap movies but i believe that they like redraw more i know they do that with blu-rays like the jojos there's a whole blog i've talked about it where the person has like a cool html slider thing that shows you like here's the air version and Hayato looks really fucked up and then you slide it over it shows you the blu-ray version they actually drew in the rest mm-hmm. of his fucking face um <laughs> so they do cool stuff like that so i would hope they do that with theatrical releases now but yeah this has all of the you can see sometimes when a when a space cruiser is flying through the air that it's like obviously someone's sliding an animation cell and it's like really dirty <laughs> um <laughs> some stuff i thought was cool as a still frame there's like um when they're first in in side seven and Amuro, before he gets in the Gundam, he has to like duck down and avoid like an explosion. And that's just like a single frame of a big white blast behind him and everything's lit up orange and red. And I thought that gave it a lot of like punch. But yeah, it's also very apparent that they are figuring it out. Um, I mean, Sunrise Studios eventually did uh, Cowboy Bebop and a lot of other Gundams. And yeah, comparatively, there's some awkward shit in here. Uh, it's, you know, it's ancient times too. What? It's it's like a million years old. You mean the the animation? Yeah. It's like 43. 40 years old. It's 43 That's years so ago. Old. It's freaking old. Oh, we got a late email from Chad. Hey, let's read Chad's email. <laughs> Chad. Chad tried to get in before the buzzer. He was very close. Uh, Chad. Jackie, do you want to read this? Sure, I'll read Chad's email. Subject line, late email, probably for Mobile Suit Gundam Movie 1. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. I pointed out some JoJo voice connections when the pod watched 
the Mobile Suit Gundam show, so here are the others I could find for the movie version. Purple-haired Zeon Commander Garma Zabi is voiced by Katsuji Mori, who also voiced the 1983 and 2000 OVA versions of Jobro, uh, Jean-Pierre Polnareff. Did you say 93? Did I say 93? I thought I heard you say 83. I think I said 93. Oh, whatever. Uh, The other Zeon Commander, Giren Zabi, is voiced by Banjo Ginga, who also voiced the TV version of Enemy Stand user Daniel J. Darby, stand name Osiris. The other other Xeon commander, Dozel Zabi, is voiced by Tesho Genda, who also voiced the fake Captain Tennille, stand name Dark Blue Moon. Hope all is well. Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. You made it. You made it. Uh, yes, thank you, Chad. I also have... Uh, maybe this was covered in the show, but yeah. Uh, Ensign, eventually Lieutenant Bright, was Kakyoin from the OVA. Mm. Uh, the one character, we don't see him that often, I don't think, but named Gene is Norio Wakamoto. I fucking knew I heard his voice. When uh, when did the OVA come out? The JoJo OVA was 93. Okay. And oh, then, right, right, right. Then they resumed it in 2000, but no one cares about that one. Yeah, it's not yeah, as good. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, Miles, you, you watched Dragon Ball in English, right? You didn't watch it in Japanese, did you? Correct. Ah, okay. Well, the voice of Kai, that annoying gray-haired guy who's like a coward, he is Piccolo from DBZ. Piccolo. But I don't know what the fuck else we were talking about. Um, we were talking about cheapness in the animation yeah. and redrawing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look great. It was just, it just, it felt wonky throughout. It didn't feel like a movie. Yeah, it definitely felt like what it was, which was a, a compilation that has been yeah. edited, and so it's a little it bit like- sense. Damn, there's a lot of battles. I'm not sure how much time this is supposed to be taking. Where did that guy come from? Are the other two like this too? Probably. Okay. Uh, I think they came out pretty soon after. Good to know. Oh, by the way, this covered the first 13 episodes of the Gundam series. Um, there is a movie called Kukuru's Doan... Kukuru's... What? Kukuru's <laughs> Doan's Island, okay. which is based on episode 15 of the original series. So we would have just missed it. It's a movie just based on just, just based, based on, on one episode. episode. Came out two days ago in Japan. What? Mm-hmm. What? So they still ado- do stuff with the original series. Okay. Probably to keep the hype train going for Project... No, for what is it? The new Gundam is going to be called The Witch of Mercury. That's okay. coming out later this I, year. The thing is, I wish they... I think this is... I think the story's good. Yeah. I don't like, think the story's good. Damn. Oh. What's good about it, Miles? I, I like if you like zoom out and it's just like, okay, these people get suddenly attacked and they get pressed into military service. They get stranded behind enemy lines. They have to fight their way out. Like there's like a good, there's a way of like, and, and, and there's all this stuff about, uh, how they have to make choices. Like I'm a civilian and now I'm a soldier. And that means I have to make different ethical choices. Mm. Like, the, the episode with Amuro's mom was like yeah. not the episode, like the the part with <laughs> yeah. Amuro's mom was really good to me. Yeah, but it it's weighed down by all this wonkiness, and I just feel like a streamlined version of that story would be cool to me. Okay. Yeah, if it actually felt movie like, but that probably would have involved more money because they would have to restage things. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I mean, there's so much Gundam content. I'm surprised they haven't tried to do like, like a 
like a slicker version of like a Dragon the Ball original Gundam. What is it? What did they do? They did like a Dragon Ball where they tried to. Is it Kai? It's not GT. It's Kai, and I feel like they're super. I don't know. And maybe it's super. I think it's super actually. Where they did rego. They may have done it. To be honest with you, Miles, I, I'm not familiar with all of the Gundam uh, sub franchises out there. And there is also. I, I I meant to look up if there's a reason for it, but there's two different Gundam timelines, or rather, there's one main timeline and then a bunch of kind of what if universes. We've talked about it a little bit. This is called Universal Century. Which is weird because it's it's not universal. I don't know. I guess anything in this <laughs> in this timeline is uni- has universal stuff. Whatever. Um. So this movie came out in February of 1981. It drew a crowd of about 15,000 people at its premiere, and w- this is from Wikipedia, which led to concerns from police and media that it could lead to social unrest and a riotous crowd. Why? This event is considered a turning point in the history of anime. Asahi Shimbun called it the day that anime changed. Wow. Which sounds like there was a riot or something. That's when this movie came out or when yes. the when the show came out? When this movie came out. Wow. I think it's because like, even if you hear like this show is super popular, it's not generating a lot of new money. It's just people sitting at home and maybe toy sales. But I think for the media, especially to see thousands of people mm. impatiently waiting at a movie theater, a public place like that, that's like a, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like this something yeah. just happened, you know? Mm. Uh, especially if you also aren't expecting to see adults there, you go out and just yeah. see like a lot of people who had the wherewithal to take time out and drive to the the movies and stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool. Even though they watched it, and a lot of them were probably like, "I saw the series. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see this again." They just like it so much. They're like, "I want to consume all the content." Yeah, and that's and then the studios don't have to spend a lot, and, but they get to make a lot. Uh, there was apparently Good for them. I hate if if there is any anime franchise not hurting for money, it's got to be Gundam. Uh, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm pretty positive. They did eventually remaster these this movie. The only thing, the only reason why I'm telling you this is because uh, it was overseen by the director and it featured realistic gunfire sounds. Mm. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Maybe that would make it feel more like the war movies it's trying to emulate, or maybe I'd be like, no, I want that. I want those sounds, you know, uh, but th- that's not what we saw. Netflix doesn't have that uh, remaster kind of thing. Oh, wow. And apparently they didn't air Kukuru's Doan's Island in English. I'm looking at a list of like the original episodes release dates. And the only one that's not there is Kukuru's Doan's Island. Oh, interestingly, they I don't know where they aired this, but they, they, they air the original series in English in 2001. And Looks like they put them out daily, 20, July 23rd, 24th, etc. Then there is all the way down there, September 10th, 2001. And then the next episode doesn't come out until April 2002. I get the feeling they took a break for some reason in American history. Um, I don't know who was watching Gundam and thinking of the September 11th terrorist attacks, but boy, back then the U.S. wasn't taking any chances. It's true. If anything blew up, we pulled it off radio, off TV, out of theaters. So, Char, so I don't know. We learn about we learn about Char and his sister Sela, I think is the name of the sister, and like they're Yeah, Sela's like on the Federation side. They're on opposite sides. We we saw oh. that. We saw that in um in I think the anime, but I wish I I I'm interested to see Oh, right, right, right. Sela we, the blonde girl. Yeah, I'm um yeah. 
It's her brother. I did feel like in this movie, when he kicks the gun out of her hand, they didn't feel 20 feet apart. Because I remember seeing that right. in the TV show. And I was like, how did he kick that gun out of her hand? <laughs> Long ass kick. Yeah. So I guess maybe they fixed that. And there was also like a kind of sibling thing with Garma. Gar- Garma? Garma. I think, his name's Gar- I think it's Garmin uh, Health and Fitness Watch. No. Gar- Garmin GPS. I have one of those. Garma. Yeah, his, he keeps saying, I got to prove myself to my sister. But do we ever see his sister? Yeah, I think we do. I think she has Briefly. red hair. Yeah, she's like the stern redheaded lady. Oh. But we only see her after he dies. Yeah. Okay. And they don't zoom in on her and she goes, I am not impressed. And he also has a brother. He's basically He has like, two brothers at least. He's like a prince or something. Yes. What's he doing fighting? So the thing <laughs> with Zeon is like, and and he does say after he's he's dead, you hear him say basically like, I want to be an admiral, but I don't want to get it just because I'm your son. I want to yeah. have a victory in battle, which is mm-hmm. good. But like in the beginning of this, I'm like, okay, so Char's wearing a mask. He has no pupils. But he seems like a cool guy, and I like that they're trying to kind of make it so, like, neither side is necessarily right. Mm-hmm. Even though Zeon has, like, the military regalia that looks a little, uh, But then, like, as time goes on, they just really don't do themselves any favors. Like, they have a monarchy ruling them, which mm-hmm. is not great. They say, seek Zeon at the end for, like, ten the, minutes. At the end, you're just like, oh, they're Nazis. I was like, oh, come on. Well, because before they were, like, they're just like, we are the superior race. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Do they say that? Yeah, they said that right before the Sieg Zeon. Uh, oh, he, right, right, right. He gives right a then. speech about how they're the superior race and shit. And I was like, wow, I didn't think, like, that was a twist because it's, like, right at the end. I was like, wow, I thought it would be white base that would be the racist one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why, why it gotta be white base? <laughs> I literally wrote down like right before that happened. I was like, I like how this isn't just like a stark good versus evil thing. Like there's bad yeah. people on both sides. And then they and then they tell us like, no, th- these are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Fuck those guys. <laughs> and it is interesting. They kind of flip the the thing is when I think of Star Wars and, and other uh, other franchise, uh, Gurren Lagann, just it's like the rebels are the scrappy people that need to like they're being imprisoned. And they need to fight out. And this is a different thing, which is that here we're a giant kingdom and suddenly they want to secede, you know? Mm-hmm. But it is weird that they seem to be way more about fancy shit. Yeah. And the Federation is like, we don't have any more adult pilots and we don't have any supplies and you just got to stay there. Which is what you think that the Federation would have all the resources. Right. You know? And maybe they do. Maybe they're bad at managing it or maybe they really just don't give a shit about all the sides. Maybe Xeon should rule everything. Well, before some of their <laughs> yeah, choices. Some good points. <laughs> I don't like, I wish they'd have free and fair elections. Maybe less uh, German chanting stuff. <laughs> Speaking of chanting, when oh i also i didn't like uh, i want to stay on this thread first before we go, go off topic i'm staying on the royalty okay i didn't like they all had like medium to dark skin tones as well oh is that true except for garma well the the royal like okay except for garma and his sister his two other brothers have like medium or darker skin tones mm. and one of the brothers with the scar and the king both talk like kind of like this down here <laughs> Like they're dumbasses, and I I oh. did not love that. <laughs> um, so that was a little bit weird. And and when yeah, sorry, go ahead. I I just wanted to say that like as I was I was like for the first like most of it for the first like half of it I was like, why are they fighting so much? Can't is is there is there no diplomatic discussions happening? Like 
why do you care if they secede? Let them let them fuck off. Like, what do you need them for? Like, I want to know, like, what are the reasons to, like, fight for them to stay together? And what are the reasons that they want to be apart, you know? Um, yeah, especially when it seems like it has been such a brutal war. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is, like, in this... But then at the end, we find out that they're fucking Nazis. So I'm like, okay, we're not going to see any of that any of that shit because it's like okay like they're just gonna be like all right well we need to stop you from being nazis we don't know we don't we don't know where it really goes um we know that we don't like this royal family but i think the reason to fight them in the beginning is if they secede and claim a lot of territory well those are civilians that didn't ask to be a part of that you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so suddenly you've kind of taken them hostage or whatever and of course if you secede maybe you're taking valuable resources from the mother government mother country like you can't just secede you need to like pay pay off the, the the main country or something something there, there there's reasons to fight but yeah it certainly nobody talks about it if they were just like we're unhappy and we're leaving and we're not you know yeah everyone who's leaving wants to leave that would be something else uh but yeah i don't know but you guys did you guys find it weird i hope this isn't just like a minor thing that only i noticed when garma's dad is listening to him and then his daughter's like you have a duty you have to go out there and then he goes out to his like, I think it's during the funeral. Mm-hmm. Did you guys notice the crowd noises being like absolutely horrific sounding and really just fucking grating? I liked it. I hated the way they sounded. It sounded like four guys yelling at me yeah. like, nearby. It didn't and, sound like a crowd at all. And they kind of they kind of staggered it a little bit too. Yeah, so it, it was, was weird. Like, Z-ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Z-ba, ba. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ziba, I think, is their last name. Yeah, I think they. Zabi, 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 whatever it was. They were, just, yeah, it was like Zabi B. <laughs> Zabi B. Yeah, they. Zabi B. <laughs> they could have benefited from some stock sound. I know they're trying to yell. I thought Zabi, it. I thought it was a good attempt. It sounded. I hated it. I really was like, this needs to stop now. Um, there was one fight when they were getting too close to Earth and they could burn up, but it all turned out okay. Uh, except for that one guy. What one guy? Well, the, one, one of the, uh, the bad guy forces. Oh. Uh, a lot of people just die. Yeah. There's a real bummer of a beginning. Like, so many civilians died. Did uh, Is Amuru responsible for his father's death? Uh, does his dad die? I don't remember. I, I'm pretty sure he's fighting the two Zakus. One of them blows up and blows a hole inside yes. Seven. And two guys get sucked into space. And one of them I thought was his dad. I wasn't sure about that. Because it was such but an unceremonious thing. they never talk about what happened to his dad. And then later they also show the um, the bad guys. They show the Xeon guys wearing the same like scientist outfit. So I was like, oh, maybe those were Xeon guys that got sucked out. But I don't know why they'd be with that landing team, that rendezvous unit. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what happened to Tem Ray. Yeah, I should probably look it up. Uh, something else that I thought was interesting, just looking this up on my anime list for like the cast list. Um, people really like Char and they really like Char more than they like Amuro. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, he's like the smart one. He's the smart one and Amuro is the whiny one. And potentially gay. He's like, I don't want to do it. I want to sleep. That's the thing. Before they revealed what what you're saying, which is the idea that Garmo was just kind of like a plot point, I thought that it was like, is Char gay? Or is someone's Mm. gay for someone in in those two? They're such good bro friends. I thought Garmo was gay. Uh, they're such good friends, but then, uh, but Garma, then Garma at one point is like, "Don't laugh, the men are watching," and I was like, "What is that?" I also love <laughs> when when Shar's uh, like, "Don't be stressed because of a woman." Garma's like, "I'm not stressed," and then he just twirls his hair. 
thought that was very funny. <laughs> very relatable. Um, but yeah, so on my anime list, uh, the character Shar has 4,800 faves, meaning people can go and click like or fave mm-hmm. on different characters. Amuro has 980. Mm. I like Shar's look. Like, do people... I want to see some Shar cosplay. I Oh, yeah, Shar, Shar is awesome. I, I haven't really seen cosplay of him, but I'm sure it was humongous. Probably still is. I like that he doesn't seem like he needs to wear a mask. He just does. He's like MF Doom. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's out there at, at bars and shit wearing that. It's um, interesting because he's like he's like a charming guy, but he's like, no, nah, I'm going to chill over here by myself and wear this mask. And just great laugh, too. Yes. You know. Why did he? Why did, ha, he, ha, why did he get karma uh, killed? I think it was just like a pawn I think sacrifice. We don't, yeah, and I think we don't know his motivation. He seems to not like the ruling family, so it seems like uh, he's got some sort of thing cooking on his own. Okay. He, he laughs at him in front of other soldiers, though. Too like, aren't any of them like this guy's a dick? <laughs> or does he only <laughs> laugh so on the good. comms in in front of everyone on on Garma's ship? But at first I thought he was laughing, like celebrating with him, like, look, we know you're going to die, but, you know, you were great for this, for the, the, the glory of Xenon and stuff. Like he was to that other guy who burned up in the atmosphere where he's like, your death will not be in vain. But then he just laughs at him a bunch. And I was like, mm. no, no, he's, oh. he seems oh. to be upset. <laughs> Garma says, you tricked me. Charles kind of evil. No. Okay. Maybe. Um... Amuro at one point he's like I don't want to I don't want to keep fighting like get someone else to fight I don't want to do it and everyone's like no you gotta do it you're the guy who can do it and he's like no I don't want to do it and then Frau Bo is like all right I'll do it and he's like no you can't do it (laughs) he says it like it's so obvious when he had no idea what he was doing and then he's like you can't pilot the you Gundam. can't do it and then he's like i may not like it but i am a man <laughs> and then and then he's and then he just goes and fucking pilots so is, is that all that got him to get over his fucking like shock and then he never could really complains like, about it again no don't let a girl in my gundam no well, <laughs> oh, oh oh by the way the scene right before that like they could have they could she could have been like fine we'll find some other guy to do it like if they found some guy to do it would he have been fine <laughs> with it Yeah, quite frankly they yeah, could have put in you or the other or kai although kai's a pussy but they could have put in uh, you, the brown-skinned guy. Like, he was doing fine piloting the gun mm. tank or whatever. Um, or That's it. That's it. Gun, there was a gun tank, a gun cannon, and a gun dumb. And I'm like, what's a dumb? <laughs> <laughs> it's a free dumb. And then also Hayato, I think, also could have done it as well. But um, the scene right before that where uh, Lieutenant Bright slaps him. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I think it is supposed to be two times in the canon, in the story. But apparently that was broken up over a commercial break. In the original episode, it's supposed to be that Ensign Bright slaps him. They go to commercial and tell you about coffee and toys and shit. And then I guess, you know, if you happen to to catch the show after the commercial break, then you see him get slapped. Mm. I don't know if that's just supposed to be that it's one slap split up so that both people before and after the commercial break get to see it. But regardless, it looks really funny here that he's like punches him and then slaps him and it doesn't work. He like leaves and, yeah. and only then when a girl's like, I'll do it. He's like, wait, a She's minute. like, I'm going to have to do it. I can't have ladies doing my job. That's crazy. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking there because like a lot of this stuff. And I've said it when we watch the show, it feels more progressive and forward thinking. Women have like real roles. Uh, it's got a dude of color in there. But then it's also like, well, women can't pilot the Gundams don't be ridiculous 
like I guess they have jobs on the ship, but they're not. I don't know. They're not really doing. They're, they're not really and and at some point, really I think bad. it's Mai or somebody pushes back against one of the men. Okay. Um, but then they also have like that sort of olive skin, medium skin tone on the bad guys, royal family, which I don't mm. really love because everyone else is like default anime peach skin color. Yeah. And a few brown guys. Um. So, you know, maybe good, maybe not. Who knows? It's the eighties. They, you know, they got like a. <laughs> I liked. There's strong women in this, like the, the pilot Mirai Yashima. Um, hey, there was like a captain. She, like lady. she does seem to be a really yeah. capable pilot. Like she takes mm. over, and it's mm. it's not like I'm a girl and I suck at this. She's a helmsman. Yeah, that's her position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has small eyes. She's one of the few characters who does not have big anime eyes. Thought that was worth noting. I like that Char is always in pink. Yes, he's he he has the the red comet branding, and he's gotta stay with it. And Garma was always in purple, and then sometimes Garma's entire face was purple, and when he was like in well, the ship, it's and stuff. just like I think it's the glass of his suit okay. is like purple. But yeah, the whole the whole suit was purple. <laughs> also, Jackie remarked on all the flashing, and I was like, yeah, this was pre Porygon episode of Pokemon. It was it was flashing every time I went down to write a note. It was like a flash, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, I I. I don't know if this is true, but I really do think that Porygon appears, whatever the fuck that name of that Pokemon episode is that sent a lot of kids into seizures. I think that was like a hinge point for uh, TV shows. I remember it being parodied in The Simpsons as well. Mm. Um, But it is interesting when you watch some older stuff, especially anime, they're like, we just have shit flash on the screen. We don't give a fuck. If you go play an old King of Fighters and you get a KO, it just flashes white and red. Like, it's crazy. No one knew that people would have seizures. Or they did and they didn't give a shit. I'm not sure, but I don't miss it. I'll say that. I um, What's her name? Icy? Icicle? Isolina. I, Isolina gets slapped a few times by her dad. Everyone when she gets tries, slapped in this when show. When she tries to she tries to board a jet to go I don't know where, but... I think she's going to run away with Karma. Okay. Well, she, he, he only hits her once because it knocks her the fuck over. It's a hard slap. It's a backhand and she just goes horizontal. Because she's like, Daddy, I love him, and you can't tell me what to do. And he's like, pa! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then uh, a bunch of people slap, uh, what's his name, Amuro. I think, or is it just Bright that slaps him three times? No, 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 uh, Frau slaps him at least once, I think. Or no, 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 Ryu slaps him. And <laughs> Amuro's like, you just wake me up. You didn't have to hit me. Although I feel like Frau also hits him. Doesn't he get hit like four times? I don't know. I wrote down, because um, I, I, I predicted that Garma was going to die, but I was like, well, maybe Garma dies and Char will avenge him, which I was wrong about, because Char is the one who sends him to his death. Yeah, Char betraying him is so funny, the way he does it. He <laughs>, laughs at him and he has like a lot of time to think about it. Mm. <laughs> he should have been like, I'm going to have sex with your girlfriend. And he's like, no! <laughs> mm. <sighs> She's very clumsy. I don't know if that'll happen. Char, what a snake. Yeah, because before that, I was like, he's kind of cool, and you know, the good good guys and bad guys. I still think he's cool. He's he is still cool, but I meant like a cool guy I would talk to. Now I'm a little like, I don't know, man. You're cavalier about killing people. And there's the the <laughs> battle where there's the kind of Trojan horse thing where he tries to where Amuro has to lead everybody over to the white white base. Oh, um, the bait thing in the city. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to bait them in there, and so that happens, and that's how Garma gets killed because he's Why like ambushed. They- the Xeon guys all call the white base Trojan horse, right? That was its code name, apparently. 
Oh. Okay. So I guess maybe they didn't hear the final name yet. Oh, I thought it was like because they were being ambushed that they were calling it a Trojan horse. No, no, and a Trojan horse isn't an ambush. It's it's it, I it guess it, is. I guess it kind of is, but it's it's a specific kind of it, thing. It I guess. like lures you into your your safe and secure. I yeah, I guess this isn't quite that, but I thought that's what they were trying to say. Um, he also Char when he kills when Char basically lures Garma to his death. He calls. He says that you were born into the. He, t- he tells him he's like, haha, I betrayed you. You were born into the wrong family. Like, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like fuck not- you and fuck your family. Well, he said it's not your fault. You were born oh, into the damn. wrong family. And and again, I thought at first there, I thought he was kind of like sympathizing with him almost and being like, hey man, you know, you had to fight for this cause. You're a member of the Zabi family, but no. And then the a narrator comes on. Which, oh, there is a narrator. You don't remember the narrator? I was just like, wow, this is the first time we get a narrator. No, I'm dumb. We're just looking at space, and then a narrator comes on, and it's just space. We're just looking at space, and a narrator comes on, and he's like, hi, I'm the narrator, and I'm going to fill... He doesn't say that, he doesn't but say that. he's basically like, I'm going to fill in some shit that we don't have graphics for. Um, <laughs> and he's like, he, he tells us about how Zeon gets the news of um, Garma dying, right. and uh, that the something about how the older brother is going to fight um for him and stuff so it, it kind of fills in that because i guess it would have been weird if it just like jumped right to zeon you know and, and you're like who the fuck are these people and where are they um so it's, the narrator tells all that and then they show zeon um talking about like everybody's like mad that garma's dead and gil ren is the brother and he's like i'm gonna go and avenge him and stuff so there was an episode and everyone's like his death can't be in vain yeah there was an episode where i think one of the other brothers maybe the big guy the dum-dum dozel maybe uh breaks the news he like bursts in somewhere and breaks the news about garma being dead Mm -hmm. but maybe like that whole situation would have taken a lot more time to establish and so they Mm -hmm. just decided to pre to just cut it out and put a narrator in there yeah um there was like a b plot woven in there or something and they're like we don't need to show all that or maybe it involved one of those weapons that tomino felt was too magical Mm. Um, and uh, yeah the whole video thing where he somehow also what kind of encryption are earth you know broadcasters using that they just let a foreign force br- cut in and broadcast an entire like <laughs> funeral or whatever what is it called when you go to a funeral and you speak eulogy yeah Um, but it's smart it's also it's kind of like a good example of like wartime propaganda you know that he's not just like, you will surrender to us or you will listen to us. Instead, he's just like, they killed my brother and we're not as strong as them, but we're going to win because we have that fighting spirit. He doesn't say that, but pretty much, you know, he, he, I think he kind of tries to make everyone feel bad by talking about his mm-hmm. brother being killed. Yeah. Um, there's some other like more complex things that you can tell that like Tomino like read a lot or, or watched a lot of like war movies. Um, I, you know, it was interesting to see complicated stuff like being in an occupied zone you know and like the the federation is there so well amuro comes down to like meet his mom and stuff but they're like uh we get visited by the zeon people who are nearby and there's you know it's not just like oh the bad guys come from bad guy land and we have to fight them mm-hmm. it's like yeah. zeon occupies this place and so we have to think and act differently here yeah and the federation soldiers he encounters are like are not heroes. No. They're assholes. Yeah, they're dicks. Oh, those were the Federation soldiers in his mom's house? Yep. Okay, so let's yeah. talk about the mom part now, because that's what I was going to get to next. So, 
Amro is on. Why? Why is he on Earth? Why does he go to Earth? They're they're they they're like at are, the beach. They're, they're all on Earth. But why are they there? His friends are at the beach, and he's like, "I'm gonna go find my mom." I think because they happened to be hiding out in a spot that was like close to where he was born, so they gave him leave. I suppose. I mean, everyone else was on the beach, so <laughs> so like yeah. they're all they're all taking some leisure time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then he goes to look for his mom, and he goes to his you know his house where his mom is supposed to be, and there's just a bunch of. I guess they're Federation soldiers and they're all drinking and fucking being a mess, a drunken mess. They're just having a nice sausage fest, just partying bros, hanging out, dancing. I thought maybe she was like dating a military guy or something. Like his mom got a new, a new man. But no, they were like, hey, what are you guys doing here? This is my house. And they're like, oh, when we got here, nobody was here. There's nobody lives here. Um, and he's like, what? And then they're like, Haha, maybe your mom died and you you'll probably won't find the body. <laughs> it was a real bad air raid. <laughs> <laughs> like, what jerks? Those guys were so funny. <laughs> so funny. They really had Miles' heart there. <laughs> um, and so then, you know, whatever. I guess he kicks them out or something. They go out and they um, try to buy... I don't know, like a tomato or something from this lady with like a veggie cart or whatever she has, She's like a little food cart outside. And they're like, oops, we dropped the money. You better pick it up. And then like to make the old lady pick it up. And I don't know what they were going to do. Probably something mean like kicker or something. But then Amuro comes and he's like, don't pick it up. Get one of them to pick it up. They dropped it, whatever. So, and they're like, hey, you little kid, stop trying to mess with our fun. And then they like beat up Amuro. And the old lady is like, hey, I recognize that kid. That's my daughter's friend. Um, So her daughter died in the air raid. Her husband died in the air raid. And yeah, she tells all this to Amuro after, I don't know, after the soldiers are done beating up or or whatever when they're gone. Um, And she tells him, oh, and you know, your mom... Uh, she didn't write to you. Your mom's over at the. She helps out at the re- refugee camp. Um, so he's like, "Oh, cool, mom's alive." And so he he goes like he's gonna go to the re- this refugee camp. Yeah, that lady should have told him right away. Like, your mom's over here. Well, he didn't. She <laughs> thought he knew. She she thought his mom wrote to her. I guess. Oh, have you seen your mom? You can't yet? just assume everyone's mom is alive. He's wearing maybe. like regalia. Like he hasn't been there. You should know he's not. And there. she does say there was an awful, awful battle there, right? She should have said something faster. Oh, also, at some point, we get a flashback of when the boy, when Amuro and his dad were going to go up into space, and the mom is like, I'm afraid of space, so I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay here, but you guys have fun. And he's like a little boy, so has he not seen his mom in like 10 years? Like Something like yeah, that, yeah. Not. Damn, and she just fucking stayed. So they're basically like divorced. Yeah, I feel like of. you're not you're not together like, anymore if like it's been like a crazy amount well, maybe of time. His dad went back. To yeah, visit. this isn't like a long distance relationship where like you're in Cincinnati and she's yeah. in New Jersey. <laughs> like the one guy's in space. Yeah, it's over. I don't know. Maybe he flew back, but he should have taken his son with him. I don't know. Yeah. I guess he can't just fly back and forth. Uh, yeah, it seems like a whole shebang to get I down there. I think if she was afraid of space, he, he they should have just stayed or divorced because i like i feel like that's not gonna work <laughs> maybe she should have gotten over that shit if you're so afraid of space like how are you letting your live, son go into space you're if you're if you're a couple and you're living in two different places and it's not a temporary thing it's like a, this is like the rest of our lives now like maybe it was temporary. you shouldn't be to, why are you together it doesn't make any sense maybe i don't think he was like gonna come back any day now i think they were divorced just I don't, secretly there's no divorces in space 
Okay. Um. So yeah, so he takes a plane. I don't know where he got the plane. Space plane. But he takes a little plane and he and he goes to the refugee camp. Did he need a plane? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and he gets there and they're like, hey man, uh, could you hide that Federation plane because the Xeon guys come check on us once a day and they're not going to like a fucking Federation plane here. So he's like, oh yeah, sure. I'll go like park it somewhere else. Um, and then his mom comes out and sees him and she's like, oh my God, Amuro. And they like have like a big hug and, you know, a big tearful reunion. Um, and then the people there are like, um, hey man, about that plane, are you going to move it soon? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Could you like hurry it up because we need to get that shit out of here. Um, so he does that and then he's like in bed. Maybe he was trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, he may not have had sleep. I was wondering that too. Or it was why, like, why is he in bed with oh, like the other, point. why is he in bed with the other sick people? Maybe his mom was tucking him in. <laughs> Yeah, like like they just fully went back into mom and son mode, and he's like, "Okay, whatever, I'll go into bed." But maybe they cut something out from like the episode. There's you know? definitely stuff missing here because I don't know if you want to finish summarizing that whole bit. I will. Well, go ahead then. Okay. Um. So then the soldiers from the opposite side do come in, and they're like, "Hey, we saw a plane, a Federation plane, land here." Like, what's up? Anybody want to tell me about that? And they're all like, we don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, all right, well, they must have landed, whatever. And I don't know. So they're like kind of searching around. Um, but they don't really find anything. And then um, Amuro's... Uh, his pager goes off. His, yeah, his like alarm goes off. That's like, we need you to pilot a fucking machine again. Um, and they hear that and they're like, what the? what was that? Um, and then they're like, oh, like th- it's the sick guy. Like, you know, like who's in that bed? And she's like, no, it's my son. He's really sick. And he's like, uncover him, you know, and he's wearing like his uniform. So they immediately will know like what's what's the deal. Um, And she's like, no, please, no. And then um, Amuro just shoots them through the through the covers from, like, from under the covers. He has his gun. Th- yeah. From under the covers. He shoots. I, he must not even have been able to aim it, but he shoots it, and he and then he and then he comes out and he kills them. Well, he just shoots the one guy, and then he he comes out and he shoots them more, and he kills them. No, he doesn't. Oh, the, they run the away. Second guy runs. They away. run away. They run away. They run away. Well, does the first guy die? I think so. Yeah, but he just shot him in the stomach. I don't think he like finished him or anything. He just died that way. That's true. They could okay. And then he just gets up and chases him, chases the other guy, and somehow doesn't hit him despite shooting at him like seven times. And I can see why that would be upsetting to the mom because he's shooting a guy who's retreating. Yeah. Know, and she just knocks her hand away. But it, I thought it was crazy that when he runs out, when he like is going to leave and get in his plane, she's just like, you know, at first she's, she talks to him and is like, you can't just shoot, kill people. Yeah, well, she's like, she's like, those men have kids. Like, think about that. Like, you can't just shoot people like for no reason, you know? And he And he's like, He's like, you know, well, I had to shoot them or they were going to kill me. And, you know, but she's like, no, you Which can't, is a just, good point. You can't just shoot people. But it's true that they were, the, the second guy was running away and he was still shooting at him. I think I guess the idea was he can't can't let him notify. Yeah. And that's why I think he then goes on a rampage and like shoots supply well, carriers and stuff. Right. That happens in a minute. But the, the mom is like, no, right. So she says, well, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be shooting people like don't do that. And he's like, he's like. 
he takes it as like that she doesn't love him because he t- he was like defending himself or he thinks he was doing the right thing and she's like he's like you don't love me and that was a bit of a jump in, in emotion it didn't make sense mm-hmm. um and then she has he's sleepy what's up you know kids when kids are sleepy they they get crazy oh and the mom is like i didn't raise you to be like this he's and he's like but this is war um and he like runs off and at like she yells like i'm ashamed of you like they did not have nearly enough of a discussion for her to yell that i i have to imagine there's something missing in the edit because it just seemed like she was shocked by him and yeah he can't explain everything including like oh mom i've killed like 20 people (laughs) yeah can't say that either yeah i'm surprised i mean it sounds like she's like just a like a big pacifist and is like you're part of the problem now dude because you're 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 one of the soldiers Which, that's like fucking everything up. All right, lady. I mean, <laughs> sorry, but the, the, but like a, I feel like she people. she could have had that conversation with him earlier when she saw that he was in uniform. You know, like she could have been like, you know, what are you doing? Like, what's <laughs> she was your, like, what's he's, he's a space boy. He just sights targets. <laughs> he just he looks for repairs on the big ship. He yeah. helps them deploy that that self sealing goo that I liked. Um, I like that goo too. There's some cool sci-fi ideas in here. I like the goo they deploy when there's like a gravity, when there's like a break in the hull, because it makes sense. It would get sucked out, but instead it like functions as a glue. I like the uh, the little handles that they use to like fly around in the spaceship. They're basically like, you know, instead of having a treadmill, well, not a treadmill, one of those people movers, it's zero gravity. So you just hold on to something and it drags you around. Um, There's something else. Uh, oh, like uh, the whole idea of like fighting in during an atmosphere like reentry and thinking about the physics of like being burned up. I thought that was a cool uh, sci-fi sort of idea to actually take that into account. Um, and you know, it showed Char being a smart, smart tactician. The idea that they have to change their angle of entry and therefore they're going to end up in occupied Zeon land. Um, I also like, it's mostly in their first fight, but Char and Amuro fighting, it's just cool how they both seem scared. They both, like, make mistakes. And then when they get attacked, they're both like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> mostly it seems like it's just because Char doesn't know how crazy the mobile the mobile suit is, mm. the Gundam. Um, Char does seem to have an advantage in a lot of the fights. Well, he actually has training and is an adult. Yeah. Amuro is, like, a kid who... Uh, guys, I don't know how much of this i should explain but did you guys catch them talking about new types at the end no yeah all right so new types i think i i was trying to see i was like are they the reason why there's like universal century and not i don't know um it might just be that the creator or the studio knew like other people would want to make uh, timelines would want to make shows. We don't need them to have to fit it all into the canon the way the original like Star Wars expanded universe was where George Lucas had to approve of everything. Uh, but it is also interesting. I don't know if new types are in all of the Gundam series. And I won't explain what they are, but I have to think that they are controversial. But we will we will get there when we watch the other movies. Okay. But yeah, she describes them. Uh, uh, what's her name? Matilda? Lieutenant Matilda? Mm-hmm who I think is a babe and I think Amaro loves her. Yeah, he does. I also love that when he sees her leave the first time, uh, Frau Bo just goes like, Bleh, yeah, when he, when he sees her leave, he's like saluting her and then Frau Bo is like, like she makes a face because she's like jealous that he's like, you know, yeah. wa- watching, watching this it'd be, babe It'd be leave. great if she was like, you are such an ass kisser and he's <laughs> like, why do you care so much? Oh, what's happening with this girl he's I know? Like, 
Yeah. I love to see you fly away. <laughs> I hate to watch you leave, but I love to see, see you walk. <laughs> I fucked up. Hate to see you go. Love to watch you leave. Yeah, we needed a fan service butt shot zoom in when she left. That's was, what we needed. There was surprisingly no fan service, None. which cool. I'm uh, that's good, but like I'm surprised because usually there's fans. Maybe this is supposed to be for kids. Well, I mean, a lot of it is supposed to be for kids, <laughs> but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they put in something for daddy. <laughs> Even their bathing suits were not that skimpy. They didn't yeah. do any sort of sunscreen episode. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't like boing. We're running into we're we're running into the oh ocean. Man, but imagine if they had boob noises in this show, they'd be like <laughs> like crazy seventies <laughs> noises would happen. Uh um, now I feel like we missed out. Anyway. Uh, now, now I want to see Gundam Double D. That's, so the, the mom the mom plants some kind of pa- pacifist idea in his head and he's flying around and he's thinking about his mom and he's like it's not like i'm doing this because i want to like i guess his reasoning is like i'm defending i'm defending people and he was kind of like thrown into this situation well i mean he chose to open up that manual and pilot the that gundam but and he chose to follow his dad to be like i have an idea in the beginning yeah because he was like why are they not moving us into white base so we can get out of here i'm like you're 15 or something shut up yeah you don't know but now it's like he can't he, one he can't stop he's like everyone's only hope and like if he doesn't like they're gonna destroy them like they have to defend themselves so i guess i understand what he's doing but i wish that there was some kind of peace talk because otherwise it's just gonna it's gonna go on forever especially when you go the gundam route because when you have like armies fighting against each other like you know you lose a lot of men but like when you have Gundams fighting, this is like this isn't something that they say in the movie, but I'm just thinking about like you kill a lot less people because it's just a one on one fight, you know, but it could go on forever because you're never going to run out of men to pilot it, the, the fucking thing, you know? Yeah. Are you saying that it should saying, be like G Gundam? What? Well, I don't know. what Where wars are just decided by fancy boxing matches where each Gundam has a stereotype that represents its entire nation. I'm saying, yeah, if it's just one battle or something, or because because <laughs> one, like, you kill a lot less people with the Gundam situation, but then, like, war could just go on forever, because you just have a million of these, like, one-on-one gun- Gundam battles, Yeah, you know? And then it just never, ever ends. And you there's, think like, there no, should be more carpet bombing? And there's, like, no incentive for anyone to try to um, do peace talks and stuff, you know? Or maybe it is because it's like not really threatening. Because you also run out of resources if you keep kicking their Gundam's asses. Yeah, then you got to keep rebuilding the Gundam. But you'll have a lot of time, yeah, to rebuild. Yeah. I don't know. They should just make a lot, make a hundred, and then just charge the base, <laughs> smack all the soldiers around. Yeah, I wonder if they're making more Gundams and if we're going to see more more kids piloting them. I get the feeling if someone up top hears that like kids are able to pilot these, they're going to be like, hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he starts shooting uh, the Xeon base of fuck and what? a fuck ton. Oh, okay. I thought you just thought its name was up fuck or something, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And then he gets back to, I don't know. Then probably stuff happened. There might be another battle in there somewhere. I don't, I don't write down every battle because to me, they're like mostly boring. Um, and uh, okay, so Amuro is in his room. Oh, they tell him to go to sleep, but he's actually just in his room, like, opening up. I don't know. He's, like, repairing something. He's repairing some computer on his his Gundam. And Frau Bo, you know, comes to his room to give him food. 
and the little robot ball comes up to him and he's like Otto. <laughs> the little robot that little green robot ball with a happy face on it is <laughs> a fucking he's like hey you look like shit <laughs> yeah basically he's <laughs> like hey you look unhappy and he's like nah no okay. i wrote this down he's, he's like oh really and then he's like what does he say he says um i don't uh, i didn't write it down he says something like the the little ball he says your brainwave levels are falling yeah you're which is not specific enough that's like if you just said to someone like you're stupid or yeah. dying <laughs> like the, the there's multiple types of brain waves alpha theta gamma waves i think it's like if all of your levels are falling you're just dying what the fuck little, this little fucking happy ball is like are you depressed <laughs> and then the ball rolls away and it looks and, very funny and then it rolls away and it, when it rolls it like kind of goes it does little cartwheels like it goes upside down like in a you know yeah its face is like spinning uh, that voice actor i believe is the voice of sailor moon's mom oh i don't know how often you really heard her but i believe that's the same okay. voice actor because it was like troubled i was having trouble seeing what else she was in where she's like a big character and she mostly seems to make squeaky noises like that mm. robot but she's also sailor moon's mom <laughs> okay um oh he's thinking about his mom again apparently i wrote that down he's eating a sandwich and thinking about his mom and just being uh -huh. upset oh he's probably still mad at his mom for saying that she's ashamed of him and that he shouldn't kill people <laughs> um then rebels start attacking the white base because of course and then there's like lightning and they've never seen lightning before so they're like whoa what's is that an attack and that's a fancy new weapon and one of the guys is like we've uh i've been to earth before this is uh lightning <laughs> it's a natural phenomenon um oh i like uh there's one scene where uh amuro gets out of like talking with the higher ups and then he comes back to his bedroom and frau Bo's waiting outside wearing is it his jacket she's wearing like a federation jacket oh okay i never yeah. noticed and then that. he opens the door and is like is anything wrong? And she's like, no, nothing's wrong. And then she yeah. walks away. And I was like, you just fucked up. <laughs> you just had your chance to get something there and you fucked up. Aww. Um, there was a, there's a girl, by the way, who looks like a little 60s, like, go-go girl or something. And her name is Hamon. Oh, is that one of the little kids? Oh, yeah. I remember the girl named Hamon. No, she's not a little kid. She's like dating the mustached guy, the captain. I don't know what who oh. he is. He's a, I guess they're Xeon people. Denim. I think his name's Denim. Is that Denim? I think so. Okay. Well, she's dating him and he gives her a kiss before he gets into his Gundam. And then she seems like she's actually a commander or something, even though she's wearing like a party outfit. She like says <laughs> stuff to him that feels like what a commander should say. I don't remember, mm. but it feels kind of military-ish. <laughs> oh, right. And for this fight, they're like, okay, Amuro, you got to get out there. And, he, and Amuro is like dead. He's just like, uh, and they like kind of push him there's a scary scene where when when you goes to get him like the tv is just statically playing behind him and his eyes look all dead and shit it's scary they like <laughs> they like push him and like they just push him like through the hallway and then get him into the fucking gundam and the guy who's like ushering him into the gundam is like telling like the people in the in the what do you call it? Like in the cockpit, base, in, in the, the cockpit. Or on the on deck, I guess. Yeah, he's telling them, he's like, uh, Amuro has burnout, um, but send him the fuck, but we're sending him the fuck out. And they, they do, they send him the fuck out. Um, <laughs> and that's and that's it. He I don't know, he And he eventually again. does, he does seem to suck a little bit more at it, but he does eventually find his footing. And this feels like, I have been sleep deprived a lot. And... This is kind of what that feels like, where it's like, if you just put me in a situation where there's some adrenaline, 
then I will come back to life, but I will probably not be very good at stuff. I don't think he slept this whole movie. And then when it's over, I'm like, oh, I'm dead. I forgot. He hasn't slept this whole movie. It's been like months and he hasn't slept. I hope not. Um, meanwhile, I don't know. Everyone's making a bit, still making a big deal about Garma. And, you know, there, I don't know. There, there's like a thing on the TV and the Xeon. This is where, where I was talking about. They, they hijacked the. Yeah. The signals. It's not the dad. It's, it's his brother, his handsome. Oh, the brother. Skinny brother. Okay. Giren. Not, the dad is like a big blob guy. Okay. Uh, but I'm also just like, well, who cares about this? Like, I know, I guess he's like the prince or whatever, but like, I don't know. A bunch of people died. Like you, you can't event. This is war. Jackie, like you can't not be all like human lives are equal. You can't be like we have to avenge right. him. <laughs> we have to avenge him. Like yeah, everybody has to avenge everyone. This is war. Like what are you doing? But he's our great prince, and some people are more important. And then, and then the he has good hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then the brother starts to go on his little racist uh, rant where he talks about how we are the superior race, and he and he kind of goes off on this nationalistic rant about how they're like the best and they should rule everything. And then they're like, seek, seek Zeon, seek Zeon. And they, they do their, they don't do a Nazi salute, right? That you don't actually see their hands. No, moving. they don't, they don't quite color in <laughs> all of the drawing for you. But <laughs> but at that point I was like, oh, okay. So now we get <laughs> like at the very end, we get like some motivation for these people. And it's like, I feel like it's super lazy. Like, I don't know. It just feels super lazy. Yeah. I hope it's just like with this brother being in command it's like this i don't yeah. know but yeah it did feel a little bit more hmm who is who do i root for for now it's like <laughs> i think i know who i root for i, I like the it's complicated <laughs> the zeon no <laughs> I, I like it when it's like war is complicated and you shouldn't just kill people but now it's like they're nazis so like oh maybe we should just fucking kill all of them i don't know i i am also still <laughs> like who cares now <laughs> i am also still like a grown-up little boy and i'm like i hope they have other cool robots coming <laughs> grown-up little boy <laughs> yeah it is funny that they're like what is this gundam made out of and they never do any like techno babble to explain like why the armor on the gundam is so much stronger they're just like holy shit i, I want can't the techno babble apparently they in the first like eventually they standardized all english translations but in the first dubs or subs they were like instead of ammo they said like neutron phasers or phaser neurons something like that like what why are your brains involved in this <laughs> they just made up whatever the fuck they wanted to make it seem technical yeah, they call the Xeon guys like Robotoms or something, Phobotoms. I don't know. There's, there was some, they did have some tech, the Minofsky particles. I have no idea what those are. We talked about that during the show. I forgot to look them up. I feel like it's based on a, is it a real thing that they just fucked up or is it totally made up? Let me see here. No, but just Gundam. But <laughs> let's see. Oh, they're, they're, they, they are emitted from the energy source of Gundams, of mobile suits. Ooh. So like it's kind of like it's the energy that powers all Gundam stuff, the beam swords and the guns and stuff. Mm. Uh, there's a immense article about them that I guess someone said they are interested in physics and science and stuff. Not me, or at least rather not me while while recording a podcast. But uh, yeah, people have written about it and talked about it, but it is made up for Gundam. Anyway. I like the core fighter. It's cool. Which one is the core fighter? It's the one that's just a plane. Oh, yeah. I like that it's modular. Yeah. That's nice. Comes out of the chest. 
Are we out of things to talk about? Yeah, because it's basically over. Like, it's like the end is when Amuro finds out that the um, Zeon are basically Nazis and they're trying to establish a dictatorship of the Zabi or whatever they're called. But they already were a dictatorship, it sounds like, right? I, yeah, but but like here, because like at first I thought it was just like one colony wants to be independent, which like fine, like we can make that happen. Like like it should we should ever like why let all these people well, if die? You built all these terrariums, and then one of them's like we're our own thing. It's like well fuck you. Well, but 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 they don't want to just be independent. It sounds like they also want to take over everything. Like they oh, want yeah, everything. That's not good. And they want to rule it as a dictatorship with all their loyal followers. So that's not cool. Yeah. And I guess we'll see more of that in the next movie. I want that that former New York City mayor to come out and fucking use his Tims to stomp on all these Zeon assholes and say, we're not. No, it's all. There's no good New York City mayors. It's all de Blasio's. That's true. And Er Eric Adams, who took his first paycheck in Bitcoin. What the fuck? Mm hmm. Bloomberg and Giuliani they're all bad but it, this is a futuristic anime no one's gonna get that granular you know okay. <laughs> I want a New York attitude guy to come out and uh, just have like robotic looking Tims and just stomps on uh, one of these freaky zombies <laughs> that would be the G Gundam for New York yeah, <laughs> it would be <laughs> it's powered by chopped cheese uh, alright I think that about does it <laughs> Jackie, yeah. Jackie just looking at me expectantly like yeah. What now, Mark? I'm like, well, I'll tell you what now. Time to wrap things up. So I didn't love it, but I liked parts of it. I liked the part with the mom. Um, I liked, I don't know, Garmin dying was cool. <laughs> Char being an asshole was cool. Yeah, that was very funny. You know, Char just being an asshole. Ah, um, ah, ah. Yeah, I didn't really like it. But maybe I'll like the other ones. You never. I am it. curious to learn char's motivation because he seems like a cool character mm. he's got a whole movie i think around him called char's Counterattack that people say is really fucking good uh we're not gonna okay. get to that though well, i mean we can if we want um i mean i'm interested just because gundam itself seems so interesting and you know it's been pointed out that it's kind of like star wars of japan just its cultural impact and it's uh what is it called miles when something is present oh ubiquitousness uh, yeah. over in Japan uh, makes me feel like we should get more uh, familiar with it and I don't think it's enough to just watch some of the eccentric one-off series is there I think it makes sense for us to dig into the universal century timeline and start especially with something this foundational I think from a historical standpoint it's going to be really interesting but I also do feel like yeah this was a lot pacing wise Yeah, and like in the middle of it because I know each like operation could have just been from like one random episode it didn't have that much weight to it, you know? Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, wow, this is the big fight in the city. Instead, I was thinking about it more from the standpoint of, okay, we've seen that the Gundam can do this. It can do this. They make a big deal when it's able to jump and shoot. Uh, but like every battle, I was kind of like, this isn't like a big turning point in the whole thing. It's just like, it might be another battle that happened on episode eight or whatever. And yeah. then, you know, I was a little bit like zoned out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that the other... Uh, uh, compilation movies. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to get through them, but I hope they hold my attention a little bit more by themselves instead of thinking about, oh, here's all the stuff they cut and here's why they did this that mm-hmm. my brain likes to find. 
Yeah, it was very hard to know what the stakes were from like moment to moment. That's a good point. Yeah, it was weird that at one point a character looked right into the camera and was like, we've got 30 more episodes. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm not really that worried about you. But people do <laughs> die in these shows. They're not afraid to kill people. I guess. His dad died, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know if they'll kill some of the core people. We don't know if Bright will die. We don't know if Frau Bo or if they'll do a JoJo and have uh, Amuro get axed. Mm. If Char will just rip his head off and then wear his body around or whatever. You know. Look, my review of this is I may not like it, but I am a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's true. That's like if Jackie was like, you know what? I think I'm going to like this show and i was like well, you can't like gundam jackie <laughs> but i am a man and i have to like it okay uh so that's that's our reviews you have to like this if you're a man if you're a woman women you. i know women like it too it's true women really like all the men in this and there were there were some shots for mommy in this in this movie more than for daddy <laughs> when you just get char like showering in what i think is like nothingness don't they zoom out and his body is just like in like it's just like in Nothing. Just pure steam. Like it doesn't have like a shower around him. It's just like mm. his naked body. That was the only fan service. That's what I'm saying. Char. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, was that in the first part? Yeah. It was like towards the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's him showering at Garma's place. Mm. After I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We're working out really hard together. I mean, this is a compilation. Maybe they cut was out that the part. Garma's place? I think so. Or was Garma at his place? Either way. It was just interesting that they just yeah. talked to each other through an open shower door or through an open bathroom door while he's showering. I'm just saying, listeners, if there's any gay character relationship fan theories, send them in. You can email us. We are jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also mention us on Twitter. We are at jjbpod there. Uh, there is a fan-run Discord for this podcast, but we're also in there because we're losers. The link to that is in the description of this episode. Other than that, we will talk to you next week when we watch something different. But we send us uh, gay suggestions for Pride Month too. Uh, yeah, if you've got any LGBT themed animes or stuff that people of the LGBT community enjoy, we already watched Tenshi Muyo, but stuff like that, feel free to send them our way. Um, and we'll watch uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 2 probably next month and then a month later we'll watch Mobile Suit Gundam 3 other than that just follow us on Twitter to see what we watch goodbye bye bye